Welcome to the Warrior Podcast. This is the place for people that have been through some stuff. I am so excited to share my story and create a platform for others to share their story as well. What really inspired me to do this is the past year of my life has been really hard. And it was very difficult to find Christian resources on how to deal with my mental, emotional, and spiritual wounds without it being sugarcoated. So let's get real. Life is messy. Christianity isn't pretty. So let's break down the walls. Let's get down to the nitty gritty and talk about our mistakes, struggles, and traumas. Welcome to the very first Warrior Podcast. I am so excited to be here, guys. I am so excited to share my story and start this journey with you guys or bring you along my journey, I should say. So, um, it's been a long time coming. Um, I am so excited. The, the title for my story is Highway to Warrior. If you don't know, my maiden name was 2TEW. So I thought it was really fitting, um, to put that as my, my title. But I, I really wanted to start this podcast because I, this past year, I went through a really hard time of healing from some really dark things and some, some really hard stuff, to be quite honest. And I struggled with really trying to find um, an, an outlet or a thing that I could, a podcast or ministries or other things that I could go to for these specific things. And, um, and I couldn't find it. I, I really couldn't. I couldn't find it out there. I'm not saying it's not out there, but I couldn't find it. So I wanted to create it. I wanted to find a place, um, that deals with the traumas and the hard stuff and the things that are not really talked about in the Christian community, um, like infidelity and depression, anxiety, but the dark depression, depression, anxiety, not just the, Oh, pray about it and it'll be okay. I'm not a cookie cutter Christian and I don't want to be patty cake. Like I need the nitty gritty. I want to get to it. I want to get to the core of it and I want to talk about it. And, um, and so that's, that's really what I wanted to create. So I, um, I actually, what I did was I found a podcast. If you don't know Jelly Roll, I'm sure everybody knows Jelly Roll, but his wife, Bunny, and you're like, oh my gosh, you listened to her. Yes, I did. I did. I found her podcast and don't me, get me wrong. I mean, it's cussing and they talk about some stuff that you would not find in the Christian community. But the thing is like, I listened to it because I found a lot of healing in it because I found a lot of people that had been through very similar things that I've been through. Did it, it didn't really have like, you know, that Christian touch on it about let's pray about it, but this, it really worked and it really helped me a lot to find comfort in knowing that I wasn't the only one and these people, how they were getting out of their situation and their exit plan and, and these things. And it, it just was really beneficial. But I went to my husband about it and he's like, I love that, but I really wish you could find a Christian, a Christian one that helped you in that way. And I was like, I can't, I've looked, I can't find it because it's so like such a filter. There's such a filter on it of like, oh gosh, I got to say the right things or I've got to do the right things. Or it's very like, I don't, I'm not that way. I am raw. I am straight to the point typically. And I just, and I need that. I need that in my spirit. I don't want to hear like, just pray about it and it'll be okay. No, I want to know the nights that 
you cried yourself to sleep and I want to know the thoughts that you had during that time and how you thought about suicide and how, you know, the, how you almost killed yourself. And I like, I'd, I'd want to hear those things. And I know that probably sounds crazy, but I do like, I want to, I want to hear you be human. And so many times, especially like in our leadership, like in our pastors, we don't hear that. I do. I love my pastors for that, but I do. I hear them be human, and I love that about them because I, I, we put them on a pedestal for so long um, that when they fall, it, it hits even harder. But we put them on a pedestal and see them in a certain way and, um, and put them in such a high standard. But I, I want to see that and know that because they're human just like I am. So they're going through the same trials and tribulations that I do. And that's that's the stuff I want to hear about. I want to hear about the trials and your tribulations because I want to know that I'm not alone because I find comfort in that because for the longest time, I felt alone. Um, so shout out to Bunny who inspired me. Not that she'll probably ever hear this thing, but shout out to her for really what inspired me to do this podcast because I want to hear the real and the raw and she really gives that and um so does jelly roll and i really love them and their story and they're just authentically themselves and they they haven't changed that but um but anyway so i'm actually gonna read my story i wrote it down friday better late than ever right so i wrote it down friday night and um because i had actually recorded the, the episode already i did that um Wednesday. I recorded the episode and the moment that I did it, as soon as I hit in record, it just, it just didn't feel right. It just, something, it was off. It just, it didn't feel right. And the moment I was done, I went to my husband and I was like, it just, it wasn't good. And he could overhear me. So he's like, no, no, you know, he's being encouraging. He's like, no, it, it was good. It was good. But I was like, no, it just, it's just not sitting right in my spirit. And, um, so anyways, this is my take two. This is my take two. I wrote it all down. I'm going to read it. I don't want to miss anything. So if it sounds robotic or like I'm reading, it's because I am. <laughs> so, um, so here we go. All right. So God has called me. God called me from birth. When my mom was pregnant with me, the doctor had told her that I would be born with Down syndrome. My mom went to church and had her pastor pray for me and told her then that I would be fine. And I would have a great calling on my life. I mean, I literally could stop right there and in this podcast and be done with it because that is a testimony in itself. The fact that obviously I don't have Down syndrome um, and God healed me in that wound or, and, and changed my, my plan. The devil intended to kill me then and to kill my calling, but God. Um. So I've always stood on that, and I knew I would do something great for the kingdom. Um, I came from a very religious home. My parents were in ministry my entire life and were at church every time the door were open. My dad preached behind the pulpit at times. He was a youth pastor, associate pastor, you name it, always in, in leadership in a church. Um, so I was force-fed the Bible and lived under very strict rules. And I was very, very sheltered. Um, I mean, like, I 
never got a sex talk. I never, like you would, it was always just like, if you have sex before you're married, like you're going to die and go to hell. Like it's just, it was, you know, we were just taught, like, if you did that, you die and go to hell. Like it was very like brimstone and fire. Um, but we lived under very strict rules and we were very sheltered. Um, my dad forced us to pray every night around our coffee table and memorize Bible verses. If we couldn't memorize the verse, we would be in trouble and we would be yelled at and um, until we could repeat back the verse, which was usually me, because I didn't retain information like that. And I still don't like you can tell me something or tell me a verse or tell me something out of a book and I won't be able to write, retain it and repeat it back to you. It's just it's just how I am. It's how I learn. I'm a hands on learner. Um, so don't get me wrong. I am very thankful for the foundation my parents tried to lay. Um, but we were, t we were, everything was very religious based and we had to walk, talk and dress a certain way or we would dishonor God. Like we weren't allowed. And this mainly came from my dad. Like my dad was very like adamant and he was like the rule maker and the leader of the home and stuff. But like if he didn't like it, if he didn't want it, it didn't happen and we didn't talk about it. And we didn't talk back about it. Like, even my mom was that way. Like, she didn't have a voice. Nobody had a voice. It was what he wanted, how he wanted it. And that's how it happened. I mean, there was restaurants we couldn't eat at. Like, he hated Applebee's. I still to this day don't know why he hated Applebee's. But we never would eat at Applebee's. Um, same with Burger King. He didn't like Burger King. So we never ate at Burger King. We weren't allowed to drink Pepsi products because he didn't, he was against Pepsi products. So you couldn't bring it in the home. Um, or like if I wanted a Mountain Dew, like I didn't drink Mountain Dew until I was an adult. Like it was just stupid stuff like that. But, um, I was never taught how to have an actual relationship with Jesus. It was always that you have to do this, this, and this, like a to do, like a to do list. And if you didn't, you were not a Christian. And if I think about it, I was never taught how to have a relationship with anyone at all. It was just follow orders. Do what you're told and never talk back or you pay the consequences. I couldn't trust anyone. And up until this past year, I never did. I didn't trust my parents because my dad was abusive and my mom didn't protect me. I remember when he would have an episode were not to show emotion because that would only make it worse. So I would hold all my tears the best I could until he would allow me to go to my room and I would hide in my closet and I would cry and I would scream into my pillow because I was afraid if he heard me, he would, it would start again. So I constantly lived in fear and I began to study everyone's behavior. I was so afraid of upsetting anyone and afraid I would be abused again. I was constantly in survival mode. I searched for love, acceptance, protection from anyone and everyone that was willing to give it to me. I would allow men to just use me for sex, just to get a glimpse of attention. I dated all the wrong men that didn't respect me or cherish me like I deserved. Why? Because I never knew what it looked like. I'd never experienced that before. My, did didn't, my dad didn't show it, and in all the church services I had attended, I was never showed the love of Jesus because everything was so religious based and given a list of tasks to complete in order to be a Christian. And that's just not how this works. So I trusted no one 
which means I couldn't trust Jesus to get close enough to have a true relationship with him. So when I was 17, my dad cheated on my mom for another time after 22 years. And she actually left. Um, he actually left her for another woman. So my mom went off the deep end. And long story short, she went away from her problems and moved to a whole other state. And I was left alone at 17, so I had to move in with my dad, his mistress, and her four kids. And also, the serious relationship that I was in at the time ended because he cheated on me. All right before my senior year of high school. And you know how this is such an important year in a young girl's life. Then at that point, that's when the self-esteem grew worse, abandonment issues kicked in, and so did cutting. Um, pain was the only thing I knew, and I felt so alone. I would often cry to God in anger, why me? Where are you? Where were you when I was hiding in my closet crying? And it wasn't until years later that I finally heard him say, I was right there beside you crying with you. I blamed God for so long for my life and the cards that I was dealt. But I was mad at the wrong one. And that's what the enemy wants. Because the Bible says that Jesus came to give us life and life more abundantly. And it also says that Satan comes to kill, steal, and destroy. And, it allowed, and I allowed him to do that for 30 years of my life. Because I never allowed God to heal me from the trauma from my past. I had been carrying all that baggage around for so long. That hurt a lot of people along the way. And I almost destroyed my marriage. But God. But God. August 26, 2022. God reached down and he pulled me out of my hell. And that's when my healing journey began. It has literally been the hardest year of my life. Because I have finally surrendered. God saved me years ago. I said the sinner's prayer many times in my life, but I never fully given everything to God, all the trauma. I started talking about and I started digging up all the things I had tucked and hidden in the corners that I didn't want to talk about. All the, all the things that had happened to me that I hadn't told no one. Like how I've, I've been raped twice in my life and how all the trauma and all the things that my dad would do to me and all these men that would do to me and abandon me and leave me. And I'd never given God the opportunity to really heal me and set me free from all of my bondage. Yes, God can do all things, but God is also a gentleman and he is not going to do anything or go anywhere he is not welcomed. Or has full reign. God had to strip me bare. In order to rebuild me. And my marriage. I'm, am I done healing? No. Am I still triggered at times? Yes. But God has transformed me. And he is going to take all this poison. That I've experienced. And turn it into a vaccine. For someone else. I have stopped searching. For a relationship with my dad. And instead looking for that comfort from my Heavenly Father. It was only then I learned my worth and I understand now that the way that people treat me 
is not a reflection of my worth. I'll say it again. The way people treat you is not a reflection of your worth. It is only a reflection of that person's internal battle. I want to leave you with this. You are not alone crying in your closet. You are a warrior. You have not given up. You are still fighting. And that's something to be proud of. I am so proud of you. Also, a disclosure for people that have been really encouraging me and loving on me through this um, through this time. Like my pastor, Pastor Sabra. Pastor, shout out to Pastor Sabra. My mom and all the people that have been encouraging me with my husband through this podcast. Um, so Friday, whenever I wrote... Um, this down okay so like I was praying about it and I was like God I know this just didn't sit right I'm gonna have to record this thing and it's just something's off so I went and um I, something told me just I got on YouTube I got on social media and I'm like okay Christian testimonies and I searched it and the very first one that popped up was Sadie Robertson and I started listening and I'm listening to her testimony. And not to discredit her testimony, okay? We just live two different lives. But our testimonies are like night and day. Okay, so I was like, Lord, like I can't really compare this. Or I can't really, you know, just, what's the word? I can't really, um, I can't really identify with her testimony. Because they're, they're just so different. We have two different walks of life. And, um... And God showed me, and he was like, it doesn't matter the story. Just follow her outline, because the testimony may be different, but the outline is still the same. And God showed me then, like, your stories may be different, but I am still the same in them. I still moved in them just the same. And so that that was just, that was awesome for me. But anyway, so I wrote, I wrote it out. I followed her outline. I like not what she said or anything like that, but just like how she presented it. And she wrote hers down as well. And I was like, this is just perfect. You know, I just felt like God really just led me to that. And, um, I wrote it down and it's several pages long, seven to be exact. And if you're a numbers person, um, seven means completion and perfection. And I just thought, that is so awesome. And this time doing this podcast is so different. The atmosphere, the anxiety is different. I feel peace. I'm excited to do it. The first time I did it, I was nervous and I was like, let's just get this over with. Like I just, it was a dread. This time it's not like, it's just, it's, it's a God thing. It really is. And I can't wait for more to come guys. I can't wait to see what God's going to do in this. Um, this one is going to be much shorter than I thought it was going to be. The first one I did was like an hour long. Um, <clears throat> but it's I guess it's just going to be short and sweet. It is powerful. It is, um, of course, just the, the surface level of things. More, more things will come out and we'll go deeper as time goes on. But I just wanted to do an introduction. I just wanted to say, hey, this is me. These are the things that I've dealt with. These are the things, the cards that I was given. But God has, God, God has really turned things around for me. And I'm on a really big 
healing journey. And I, I want to share that with you guys. I want to talk about my traumas and the things that I've been through and, um, and how I've come out on the other side of it. Am I still working through things? Absolutely. Am I still healing? Do I still get triggered? Do I still have ep episodes? A hundred percent. But I have a foundation now. Like I, I know where I stand. I know where my trust lies and the growth. If you all, if you know me personally, you've seen it, but the growth is just, it's just, it's a God thing. It's, I can't pat myself on the back. I can't say that I've done it all. There's no way. Don't get me wrong. I've put in the work and I've shed the tears and I have felt every inch of the pain, but it's, it's a straight up God thing. But thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Again, guys, I'm proud of you. Keep fighting. Don't give up. There's a light at the end of your tunnel. Just follow that light. Follow Christ. Pray. Give your best effort. Do everything you can. But but don't, don't beat yourself up when you fail. Don't beat yourself up because God's there to catch you. Don't listen to the enemy. I love you guys. I'm proud of you. Bye. Identify with her, her story so much. Um, so that, that was kind of hard. I was like, well, maybe, maybe I should just move on to a different one. This ain't going to work. Um, but something told me to stay. He's like, no, listen, just listen. And God showed me, he said, follow her outline. Don't say what she's saying, obviously, but follow her, her outline of how she's presenting it because the story may be different, but the outline is the same. And God showed me then, he said, your story may be different. But I am still the same. I still moved in the same way of her story and the way I moved in yours. And that was just, that was just really powerful. But I, I wrote it all out. I followed her outline and, um, and I didn't even count the pages or anything. I just wrote it down. I brought it home. I said, okay, let me reroute it because I have all these scribblies and notes and stuff. Let me clean it up and rewrite it. And I want you to know that the pages, of the uh, draft and the final pages that I just read from were both exactly seven pages. And if you're a number numbers person and know the number seven means completion or perfection. And so I, and I didn't discover this literally until I was about to hit record. And I was just, I was so giddy and I was so amazed. And I was like, oh God, that was confirmation that the first one wasn't right, that I was supposed to take two, which if you know, number two is a significant number as well in my life. Cause obviously my last name too, but, um, or my maiden name was two, but anyways, um, I just, I wanted to leave you with that encouragement and I am so excited guys to take this journey with y'all. I'm so excited to share my story and share other stories and really get deeper. This was just an outline of a, of what's to come and the things we're going to talk about and the things that I've been through and I have identified with in the past. And, um, I can't wait to share other people's story as well. And just know that you're not alone. Um, you still have purpose. You still, God still has a plan for you. Don't give up, keep pushing, keep fighting your warrior. And I am so proud of you. Bye.